underneath the water. It was huge black mat. It was just monster. It was scary. It was it was that big. We looked over the top of the trees, and there was this object there out of nowhere. This great big object. It was about 300 foot wide, the size of a football field, hanging over your head, and about 300 foot off the ground. This thing was 10 foot tall. He had beautiful hair. Hello? Are you guys receiving us? Hello? Is uh, anyone out there? Uh, are you, uh, we're back. Uh, we, they, they, they tried to cut us off, but we're back. The government was trying to keep us down. Yeah, they took out, they sabotaged our equipment. I mean, we had our other podcast, podca- pod- podcast, <laughs> our other podcast equipment, <laughs> but uh, we can't use that for this. This is, no. This is our, our, um, it's a special frequency. It's encrypted. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're back. So, we're here for you. We're going to spit some more truth at you at Drive-In Underground. The basement flooded, too. Yeah, yeah the basement. <laughs> and uh, we had to spend some more on the popcorn machines. And, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we're here for some truth. That's what you're here truth for. Truth drops. And we're we're so happy to bring the Drive-In Underground back. And we, are ha- we hope you're happy, too. So And... and- here, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so. You want to go first again, like, just like we used to do it? Always. All right, let's kick it off right now. All right. <laughs> so my story, my tale, my file, my pile that I'm pulling out, mm-hmm. pulling out of the pile, is the story of Flight 19. Hmm, that sounds a little familiar. Does it? Mm-hmm. Well, let me see if I can strike. Get into the, get into the nitty-gritty. <laughs> let me see if I can strike a spark <laughs> for more memories for you. So, Flight 19 is the all-encompassing name of the five Avenger bombers that went ah. missing over the Bermuda Triangle on December 5th, 1945. That's right. A total of 14 men were lost at sea and never seen or heard from again. I bet the government tried to cover it up. Yeah, that's why. You know what? That's probably why we got shut down right when we did is because this was right after I wrote... Oh, yeah. That's probably why. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. It's like my grandpa. (laughs) That was like an actual laugh I made the Uh, first time. (laughs) I know. Perfect. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Okay. Why do you think the government would want to hide something like this? Well, the Bermuda Triangle is clearly um, a portal to another dimension or, or something. Do, are you going to go into this deeper? Am I just asking questions You're asking soon? questions too soon. I, I, the first paragraph of my notes. Well. I have like 10 paragraphs. We're already, see, I'm already getting back into the groove. You are. You are you're asking all the questions. All of all of them. I'm a right curious, curious kaiju man. You are. Curious, <laughs> curious Kaiju. I wish you were that curious about my stories. I 
ask plenty of questions. <laughs> I'm just pretty stoned. All right. All right. It all started with a Navy exercise. Navigation problem number one, which would include a triangular flight pattern to perform a practice bombing run. Mm-hmm. These men were no amateurs. All of them had hundreds of hours of flight time. Ah, oh, these men were no amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> these men were real good pilot men. All right. <laughs> these men were real good pilot men. I don't know where they crashed. I don't know where they went. And the whole operation was headed by Lieutenant Charles C. Taylor, who had been in many battles in World War II. Mm. The first part of the practice run went without a hitch. They dropped the practice bombs over hens and chickens' shoals and then went on for the second part of the journey. But this is when things got dodgy. The compasses went out of control, and the lieutenant no longer was sure which direction he was heading in. So they were reporting this back? They didn't know where they were going? Yeah. They are like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm taking this down. You said, what the fuck? (laughs) Well, I mean, they didn't find the planes or anything. Oh, okay. I think so. I mean... (laughs) You think so? (laughs) I don't remember. I wrote these notes, like... Okay. uh, Four months ago. (laughs) In a panic, he decided to f- to fly east since he was convinced they were in the Gulf. Unfortunately, they were not, and this caused them to fly even more out to sea Whoa. like a bunch of dumbasses. That's that's pretty far from the Gulf. Yeah, where the Bermuda Triangle is. So, well, this if is just the first me. time they're fucking up because oh, okay. he's like, oh, oh no, where am I going? So he just fucks up and starts to go more out to sea. Instead of inland to, you know, land. And then they're going to fuck up even more. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're going to disappear. So, that yeah, I I know what this is now. This is, uh, you know, the the very first part of Close Encounters? Mm -hmm. It's only a very small part of Close Encounters. It's like the inciting incident, kind of. They find just the uh, these those World War II bombers in the desert. That's what those those bombers are. Yeah, yeah. Like the like in the movie, not necessarily uh, what your story is or your your case, but the aliens took them up. So, there, possibly aliens. Oh yeah, them. of course. Oh, maybe the Bermuda Triangle is aliens, it but then be. aliens maybe are dimensional creatures. Yeah, oh. it could be a portal to hell. I don't think it's a portal to hell, Jared. Yeah. It's not a portal to hell. Hell doesn't exist. (laughs) At least, you know, aliens exist. Yes, they do. (laughs) (laughs) At one point, they went back west. But between the fact that the lieutenant was convinced that he had flown over the Keys, when in fact it had been the Bahamas. What? uh, (laughs) Big goof. I don't know. Goofo. I don't know geography that well, but I don't think... (laughs) They're that close to each other. It's definitely uh, a mistake. It's, I mean, it's when you're flying jet planes, like it, things are closer together because you're going supersonic. But these planes are not that fast. So no, bombers are not fast planes. <laughs> and the weather had made a turn for the worst. He insisted on going back east. Eventually, they became lost at sea with their fuel running uh. low. 
Back east, that's towards the Atlantic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they planned to crash land into the ocean. Eventually, the radio only returned an eerie static buzz. Oh. The crews were never heard from again. I wonder when they first started putting black boxes on planes. Um, Let's, I don't know. I'm going to look that up right now. Look up. Let's, we're going to have a fun fact this episode right here. Not first black boxer, <laughs> <laughs> which I mean that's that's great, but that's for a different podcast. <laughs> Unless he's an alien or a Bigfoot, <laughs> which would be gr- even better. <laughs> um, the first black box. What what's the year on this? You said this happened. This was nineteen forty-five. Okay, so this is the black box was first. Uh, at least dis- not discovered, but invented in 1953. But like, I don't know if that's widely used. So definitely wasn't on these planes. Probably not. It might have been something that was a bit more of a feature on commercial. Yeah. Planes. They probably started putting them on military planes, though, for sure. Yeah. But this is obviously way later than than uh, your story here. Mm-hmm. So the Navy panicked and immediately sent two more planes after them to try and recover the lost crews <laughs> just of Flight want, 19. I just want this story to be like, and then those planes were gone. And then they sent four planes. Those- no, I'm seriously, seriously right now. One of these Mariner flying boats disappeared as well and was never seen again. It is, be- it is believed that it exploded shortly after it left. Oh, my God, dude. Since these flying boats were known for not being all that stable and filling with gas. Whoa, dude. This is mostly confirmed by his sighting of flames and oil streaks in the water later on. Wow. So, the so Navy they found panicked. that one. Yeah. They found that they one. Found, they found, well, they found what they thought could be it. Okay. So, so I'm thinking we if you go back to I think our first driving underground episode and you listen to my story on gremlins real real life gremlins when they attacked World War II planes maybe that's that's also attached to that to this story too they could be a non on those oil uh, oil lines and uh, pulling yeah. apart the planes maybe gremlins <laughs> are up in this business right here. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they just—that's where they can pop out in the in the Bermuda Triangle. That's their dimensional <gasps> dimensional portal. Maybe aliens are throwing them through. They, they, everybody, not everybody, but some people have said that they are aliens. Maybe aliens are pranking us through the Bermuda Triangle. That's the only reason that I can see aliens coming to us nowadays. Like they've already done all the experiments. Like now, that's just like. Fucking rich aliens coming in their nice BMW type UFOs and they're just like like our version of tipping cows over. Like they just oh come and they like <laughs> they just like abduct some people and like, hey, look at this fucking No, human. it's like um from the rich assholes from the curl show. Oh yeah. Exactly. It's those kids coming over to Earth. I don't think tipping cows over is funny though. That's not nice. Leave cows over. <laughs> Even though I do eat them and I'm not vegan or anything. I don't We think don't need pro- to justify. <laughs> we don't need to justify. <laughs> so yeah. Check out the Gremlin story. Yes. 
So the Navy spent five days scouring scouring the ocean to try and find Flight 19 or the crew from the Mariner. <laughs> I just picture so, I just picture them scrubbing the ocean with a scouring pad. <laughs> wow, we just can't find. I can't get anything here, boss. So. But what about that one plane? That one came back though. Yeah, the other one. They didn't was have fine. No, had no problems. Okay. No. But so. The Mariner, the one where they thought they saw, like, debris and gas, this is included, too. So, no one was found. No bodies or anything Mm -hmm. was found. Wow. So, okay, so no, like, parachute, nothing, no debris of people. (laughs) No people. No people were discovered. So, he could have been, like, an alien zapped him out or maybe... God himself swooped him out before he died. He's like, you... God swooped him out before they died? What the fuck are you talking about? Just making sure you're listening. (laughs) I'm trying to keep track of where I am in my notes. I'm just kidding. Um, Maybe uh, the phoenix came and grabbed him in his claws. (laughs) You're insane. Anything can happen. No one's came to a conclusion. Uh, Uh... and then the boring one about the Bermuda Triangle is Atlantis. That's, everyone thinks that's the most interesting one. I think that's the most boring one. That's the <laughs> shittiest one. Like, <laughs> I think like a dimensional portal that aliens are coming through. I want a monster portal. Crank us. <laughs> that's my favorite. I want to make a t-shirt that says the Bermuda Triangle. Is where aliens prank us. <laughs> <laughs> I want one that says, I want a monster portal. All right. Or make those shirts. Get on it, chat. So it's very widely believed that they had been swallowed up by the infamous Bermuda Triangle. Some believe they were abducted by aliens. Ah, but yes. will we ever really know? At one point, they thought to have found the remnants of the crash off the coast of Florida, but serial numbers on the planes didn't match. So they're just other planes. <laughs> the fucking, like, back during this time, shit just disappeared from the uh, military all the time. They I were know. just like, oh, what's this? Oh, a boat we never found anywhere. Oh, is this our man? No, I'm just another man. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Toss some overboard. <laughs> um... They not man. But yeah, this could forever be a mystery. Yeah. We'll never know. We will never know. Unless like there's a close encounter thing that happens and they just show up somewhere. I don't know if people have as many problems with the Bermuda Triangle with like Google Maps and stuff. Or maybe there is there Google Maps doesn't even work out there. I don't know. I don't hear as many people going lost these days. Well, I mean Maybe the Bermuda Triangle was, like, an easy excuse for, like, going lost at sea. Yeah. Kind of like when they used to just draw, like, uh, uh, sea monsters on the edges of maps. Like, if you, yeah. if you went lost, that's what happened <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh, there's sea monsters. <laughs> yeah, because there's the hurricanes on that coast. And mm-hmm. so there, there's a lot of things that could explain now mm-hmm. why yeah. things would go missing. Yeah, I, I don't know about the, the 50s and 60s. They should be knowing about that by now. <laughs> I don't know. There are plenty of stupid people. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> and then science and technology was still advancing. Yeah, they were still on the edges of 
religion and stuff like that. Well, and also, like, computers weren't even invented at that point. We weren't even in space yet. Yeah. So... So I'm going to say... Who knows? Probably 70s is when I'm going to start saying, you should know better. It's hard for us millennials to look back and say what they thought. You know? <sighs> God forbid us millennials say <laughs> what they thought. You know, We'll never know the struggle. <laughs> the, we'll never know the struggle of making milk with powder <laughs> and water. <laughs> uh, I never drank water out of a hose. <laughs> never drank water out of a hose. Yes, I did. It was great. Fine, I don't fine. remember it. I just drink water out of a hose all the time. I just don't understand the appeal. It's fine. <laughs> you just don't have to go inside. That's the appeal. <laughs> it's not better. Right. That's the appeal is not going inside. Well, that's is that the, the rest of the story? We just don't know what's going to happen? We don't know. I wonder what the next... Next time we hear something about... Keep, keep your eyes out. We need to... Uh, Say something. The next piece of news that comes out of the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, investigate. Yeah. I want to know the next thing that happens. Because I, I only, the, la- the last things that I used to hear about it were on like old episodes of Sightings and um, Unsolved Mysteries. And those were like from the early 90s. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know of any modern day stuff. Yeah. Well, do you, we put it and believe it or don't believe it? I believe that uh, shit's definitely going down there. <laughs> um, I, apparently, there's some weird magnetic fields there. There's some weird... Um, I don't know if there's some tectonic uh, activity there or not. But um, I'm hoping there's a portal there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping there's a gremlin alien portal. <laughs> it can't be confirmed until I see it, though. So, yeah, uh, but for us, so, uh, definitely things going down in that specific area, though. So I believe that part. So until then, we put it in kind of old. <laughs> yeah, hopeful. We're so like <laughs> hope, we're not like we never like jump on a train. We're, we very often are on board fully. Yeah. We're always like one foot in the door. (laughs) So, (laughs) we started our comeback with a very cool mystery. Mystery of the Atlantic. Or maybe it's the, yeah, it's the Atlantic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And now I'm going to hit you hard with a gory tale of the woods. You didn't tell me this was going to be gory. <laughs> it's definitely gory. This is the Great Bigfoot Human War. Oh my god. Of 1855. 1855. I'm excited. Yeah, 1855. <laughs> Fighting with like the nerds or something. That would have been cool. <laughs> I do enjoy that. This story takes place in Oklahoma and Arkansas area. They were they were heavily populated by Native Americans because of the Indian Removal Act, because of the government back then and its uh, sentiments towards Native Americans. 
But yeah, most of the uh, Native Americans were moved from the east towards uh, Oklahoma and Arkansas and Texas. So many tribes were forced to the west from the east. Mm-hmm. And one of the tribes was known as the Choctaw. They were a resilient people, but they were warriors. They were yes. huge people. It was very common for them to grow seven feet tall. Damn. And they were, like I said, resilient. Even though they were forced by the government to move from their lands, they made these woods their home. They were good at making best of a bad situation, I guess. So this story of the Choctaw and the Bigfoots started with a group of farmers living in the woods and on the edge of the woods. They started having their crops taken. And then all of a sudden, their livestock were being taken. Oh, these greedy Bigfoots. And then all of a sudden, their children were being (gasps) taken. Oh my, these greedy fucking Bigfoots. (laughs) Yeah. And then their tools were being taken too, but I guess that I should have put that in You should have put that like after (laughs) crops, Jared. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I should have put that in a different order, but uh, actually I read it in the wrong order. Tools was before children. But I, tools is are very important. Okay, oh. wait, 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 wait. So it's food. I said live. I said crops, livestock, tools, children. Okay, what's your priorities? I would do to uh, livestock. No, I don't know. I, oh, my priorities in order. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean in order? Like, <laughs> like what are what would you start stealing? From lowest to t- to yeah. highest priority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would steal tools lowest priority. No, I would steal crops lowest priority, tools middle priority, and then livestock high priority. <laughs> Livestock's high priority? Yeah, yeah. Notice children is not on there at all. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna steal any children. You can steal them and sell them? Make them work for you? You're, you're going into human trafficking already? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is... <laughs> Jesus, cut that out. We don't know uh, how um, how much they go for in the woods. <laughs> What's the common price for children in the woods? I, I meant it innocently. Like, <laughs> you know, for slave labor. You didn't even just go to like, you can eat the children. I, You know, there's already livestock and crops. Or just use them as like, use them as use livestock. Use them as workers. Yeah, work slave labor. Yeah. You'd be like, <laughs> oh, you get to mop my house. You have way too many expectations of these Bigfoots. <laughs> they uh, do not have crops of their own. They don't need slaves. <laughs> what, are they just eating everything? <laughs> yes. And then, then they're using the tools. <laughs> to, yes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need them. They don't have crops, that's for sure. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, they uh, these farmers and and these farmers are mostly uh, Native American, by the way. So um, they gathered around this guy named Joshua Lafleur. Mm-hmm. He was half French, half Native American, but he was highly respected by the the Native American population. And he gathered uh, roughly thirty cavalry men. And they went out and they were going to hunt down. They, they didn't know what they were at the time. They just thought they were bandits. So they were like, we're going to get these bandits. They love children stealing. <laughs> <laughs> we're 
back then, I guess that's common. So they just thought they were regular old bandits. So yeah, they rounded up these people and they went out into the woods. And um, when they were out there, LaFleur saw something. And he took out his little peeping scope. <laughs> a little peeping scope. <laughs> and he climbed to a ridge to get a little better look. And he saw something. He saw something through the woods. He didn't know what it was because, you know, the woods. The woods. (laughs) I know. But he he thought like, okay, 500 yards away, he saw something. And he said, charge! They they were charging, trying to get to him through the woods. You can't really go through the woods that fast. This is a little presumptuous. I mean, he doesn't even know. He just sees something. But then they are overtaken by something. By passion. By passion for each other. (laughs) By passion. This battle battle is making me love you. Hey, get off their horses and love each other. So LaFleur is I at the front. The, horses. <laughs> the floor is at the front of this charge. Yes. And they're charging and they're charging. But the things that they're charging are way quicker than they thought. They were quicker than men almost, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they're quicker than men. I wouldn't expect big f- foot to be quick. Oh, they they are just like they're still apes. They're more ape like than us, so they can just That's go true. What's that? I think we've had this conversation before. Maybe. Even even like predators faster than us somehow, and he's all bulky and shit. I we are so slow. <laughs> We're so clumsy. God so, damn. Everything seemed like it was going to plan with this charge, right? They they actually seem like they're they're gaining on him. And then all of a sudden they're overcome with something. A stench. <gasps> even it's this stench of, of rotting flesh. Ew. And it's so bad that their horses even buck them off. <laughs> and they run away. They buck them off. They don't run away, but they... they Because <laughs> they, they can't they handle go, the load <laughs> when they're smelling. Oh, man. They just go... <laughs> the smell was so bad. However, something... Way worse was was waiting for him. So th- this was like right outside. These bandits hide out. They were they they got to this this stench. They they knew they were close, and so they they grabbed their horses, <laughs> pulled them through the stink, and they got <laughs> to the hideout. And then they looked down, and they were they saw what it was, and it was a mound of bloody bodies of dead children. <laughs> oh my god. Various stages of decay. Well, so they're not even eating them; they're just murdering their children. Maybe they just like they, they may, just like murdering children. They may just like murdering them, or maybe they just like certain parts. Jared, this is all <laughs> horrible. And you were like, I can't believe you want to get to human trafficking. I'm not saying sexual parts. I'm saying maybe they like the leg, and they don't like the guts. Maybe because guts are gonna stink the most. Yeah. Maybe they don't like the head. Maybe they only like the brain. I only want to eat children's noses. <laughs> foot meat. <laughs> I have to murder children. I like the foot meat. I have meat. to murder the whole child. Cook me some To eat foot children's meat. thumbs. Cook the foot meat. I only want children's fingernails. So they see this. They see the mound. And then they see three ape-like creatures mm-hmm. standing there. 
And they're just feasting on the bodies. Oh, no, I don't want you to make the noise. I don't want to hear it. And then they they see other other ones there, too. Other ape-like creatures. And then they charge the camp. Look, the floor can't see it anymore, and he charges the camp. <laughs> he can't see it anymore. Uh, most of them run away, but three stay. The three biggest. The three that really like children. Yeah, they all <laughs> so Lafleur, he threw, he threw, he drew his saber and he charged at them on his sword himself. And he was at the front. He's like, ah, da, da, da. he's gonna get you. And then, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the beasts, the bandits. They're not bandits anymore. They know that, right? And uh, the, they threw down their bodies. <laughs> they're eating. <laughs> oh my god. And they just roared at them with their bloody mouths. And they're like, ah, Jesus, Jared. I'm, I'm embellishing with some storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't in the story. I'm just saying that they roared with bloody mouths at the charging men. One of the huge beasts that LaFleur got to him and drew his sword. And one of the huge beasts swatted at his horse and the horse's head came clean off <laughs> what the fuck and that flung the floor to the floor <laughs> he's still fucking ticking the floor gets back up and he takes out his saber again he really he gets, wants revenge and he man. gets that pistol and he gets his pistol too and he's just capping him bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and, and he's shooting him in the chest and he emptied all of the chambers of his cult Colt uh, revolver in the chest of one of the apes, and it, but it still kept, it didn't die. It's still like roaring at him, charging at the floor, and the floor just hacked and stabbed at him. He was stabbing at him, and um, even though he managed to hit him with all the bullets and every slash with his sword, another beast snuck up behind him and ripped his head off clean. Oh, <laughs> that's dirty. Two decapitations. That is not fair. No, it's not fair. But then all of his other men finally came to his aid when they saw the headless body of LaFleur hit the ground. All the men banded together with their rifles and took down both, well, took down two of the three ape-like creatures. But one still remained... But it's tr- tried to run and escape into the forest. But one of the men, the, one of the biggest Choctaw warriors, went after him with just a knife. And he ran at the forest after him and finally stabbed him in the back. And another decapitation happened. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When his men found him, he was holding up the ape-like creature's head and just yelling at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So, in the end, so in the end, there were very few Choctaw warriors left. And they buried all 19 of the children's bodies and they burned the Bigfoot's bodies on a big bonfire. That's so sad. Yeah. This area of the woods has been known to be treacherous. Many native folklores documented this as a place where people would disappear, not just the Choctaw. So it's weird to have, like, more than one folklore say a place is kind of haunted or whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but not even Bigfoot can escape deforestation. So uh, most of this area is 
gone uh, now. Gone now. So I don't know how treacherous it is. Now it's a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bigfoot Falls Walmart. <laughs> so, how did you like that story? It was very good. <laughs> I don't like the horse being decapitated. So, that's two good stories to kick off our return to the underground. Yeah, we're back, baby. We're back, baby, in the bunker. We're back, baby, in the bunker. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, you know, more stories coming at you in November. Yeah, November. Happy Halloween. And what's our theme for November, Jarrett? No, 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 November! <laughs> Another scary theme. Yeah, we gotta bring it back. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so, do we have a first movie? Um, I don't think so. Not yet. Okay. Well, well, we'll surprise you next week. Yeah, we'll surprise you. So, we'll see you on the other side. And praise Godzilla. You gotta praise him. Yeah. Praise him. <laughs> Back in the bunker, baby. Back in the bunker, baby. <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, and our website. Just add that.com. Catch us on Twitter 